Welcome back to the Nethercast, everyone. I am Black Cyborg, joined as always by temporary username Shad and Razor. How are you guys doing today? We have episode 54. Keep on trucking. Not a whole lot to cover this week, but we're going to try and give uh, some good discussion points to uh, get us through here. So how about that fate reveal? You mean the one that didn't happen on your birthday? Yeah. <laughs> would have been a nice present. It would have yes. been. And then I have not said that yet. Happy birthday to our very own BC. Thank, thank you, yes, sir. Yes, happy birthday yeah. indeed. Mm. It would. Happy oh. <laughs> 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 oh, birthday! Hey, what's up? Hey, grunts. Positive. Uh, mm. <laughs> I, I, I interpreted that as happy birthday. It was like a scrumptious noise. Mm. <laughs> yeah. oh. that was well, right. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. How old are you now? Let's find out whether it's worth celebrating or not. It's, just, it's <laughs> 27. Unk, 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 <laughs> okay. Not like okay. a milestone. Many, huh? Still starts with a two. You're good. You're good. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, as I said on the last another cast and I've, I've said on other videos, I knew it was going to be one of two things just because it's just how it goes for me. Either it was going to be fate and it was going to be like, man, this is so poetic. It's Dr. Fate. I've been wanting this character for forever before Injustice 1 even came out. It's been my avatar for years. That would have been super poetic if they put him out on my birthday with a super hype trailer. I said it was either going to be him or worst case scenario, it's going to be the most like ironic thing and it would be Cyborg, which I share the same, obviously, you know, username with or whatever you want to call it, character name with. And it happens to be, like, the least excited, exciting character to me, personally. They could have announced any other character on that leak list I would have shown more excitement for, but Cyborg, I, I got nothing for him. He just doesn't do anything for me, especially in Justice Cyborg, who I find meh and also an asshole. So, yeah, I, um, I knew it was going to be one of the two. I, I like Injustice Cyborg better than mainline comic cyborg because at least he has the teen titans voice actor teen titans is it's about nice the only stuff. time i've liked cyborg and yeah yeah teen titans is the only time the universe has liked cyborg let's be <laughs> let's be clear this guy does not exactly light fires under asses nobody i just nobody's favorite character is cyborg like why <laughs> i'm sure he's got some fans out there I... Cyborg cyborg is only as big as he is because it was either him or Jon Stewart, and God forbid Jeff Johns write a comic about not Hal Jordan. <laughs> yeah, Jon Stewart I'd much rather prefer if we're trying to like get that diversity in there, which I'm all for, but yeah, I would much rather take Jon Stewart over Cyborg. I find Jon Stewart more interesting, but I... I I would agree with that, were it not for the fact that like every single fucking Jon Stewart comic I've ever read... Did you know that I harbor guilt for blowing up a planet? Yes, we but did you know how much guilt? Oh, God, the guilt. That's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that, that was like, that, that was Jeff Johns writing John. It was very rote. And I'd like to see more people try to bring something special out in Cyborg, because it's, 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 it, it, it's, it's a mandate of mine. It's a belief of mine. All it takes is one good writer to bring the most boring character around prominence if i can paraphrase the joker and killing joke in one bad day and yeah you're you're not wrong the thing of it is that john stewart it has a built-in limiter on how interesting he can be because his character archetype is disciplined marine 
There's only so far you can take that. Like, it's boring on purpose. <laughs> Whereas Cyborg, his backstory is college football star whose daddy is a jerk. You can definitely take that places. It's just that they yeah. fucking don't. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, you gotta put him on a team where he can bounce off of. I yeah. just don't think Cyborg and Batman have the best chemistry, while Robin and Cyborg oh. had fantastic chemistry. Like, I like Cyborg, but he hasn't worked for me in a very long time. Yeah, see, Cyborg, Cyborg needs somebody to be friends with because he's an outgoing personality type. And the only, like, the only characters he's really friends with at least that I've ever seen, other are other than the Titans, is Shazam in the animated movies, and that motherfucker's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Watch him carry around a dead Shazam with him. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, right? That would be still, that the chemistry would be amazing. I would still maintain that Cyborg has a little bit of something to him, some appeal. I mean, I've I've read some shitty Red Tornado comics, you know. I've seen people try to make Red Tornado interesting. It just isn't happening. Well, Do you know how many people want Red Tornado for Injustice? None. He was on my wish list. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on now. I was going to say something, but... We, we went over was the... he really? I forgot. Chad, we went over this, I think, many episodes ago, but don't worry about it. It's fine. Who the fuck is Red Tornado, anyway? <laughs> just... Was he like a <laughs> shitty down-market vision? Yeah, I think those are exact conversations. He basically is. He's, he's like a knockoff of the Vision, except the difference between him and the Vision is that Vision's mind is designed to have a personality... And Red Tornado is just a robot. Oh, goodness gracious. Nah, I'm fucking around. Um, I really do find that boring shit, though. Just for Cyborg, like, just give me the booyah and get the fuck out. Like, just, I mean... Yeah, basically. I just want to hear him say, booyah! And then blow his little blaster and then leave. That's all I need. Like, he... If this was Marvel vs. Capcom making him assist and calling it a day. Like, I don't I kinda, need I him. actually kind of liked... I mean, it was... It was the main universe cyborg that you played as in the first game, but I really liked his chapter because you had a stroke, you had that uh, fun scene where him and his counterpart are trying to hack each other. Just standing in front of each you other. Had him, walls you had him like walls. trying and failing to flirt with Catwoman. <laughs> yeah, that thing we did. We didn't have a thing. Oh, well, jigs up. <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, to our viewers, I went through Injustice 1 story mode to brush myself up on what exactly had happened, so I can actually contribute to discussions now a little bit. You remember way more than I do. I, I played it many years ago when it first came out, and I'd forgotten about 90% of it, so <laughs> I don't remember a lot. Well, the story starts much the same way that it ends, with a fist in Yellow Lantern's face. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that's 80% of the fucking story. It's just Yellow Lantern Hal being slapped around it is funny how many times you fight that guy he yeah. is he is the jobber of that game that's a good description of the comic too honestly yeah i was about to say that yeah <laughs> oh god right really? he's oh, a dick man. in the comics yeah he makes a lot that's of stupid he's, decisions he's a dick but he's also a complete jobber <laughs> yeah he he is and, and honestly it's great i think how is a jobber is really well written in my opinion but um I don't know, um, Cyborg, I, I, I do like the character, just to be clear, I just, I don't really like what they've done with him in the last five years. I just don't really care. Even in the Justice comic, like, he's just, he, he doesn't really have a lot of motivation. He just kind of does what he's told. I don't think yeah, it's particularly was, well written. 
Like one of one of the biggest problems for me about the comic is how really both of the Titans characters get no development at all. Like if you know anything about Raven, you know that her default default position is to hate her dad. But oh, in yes, the comic, absolutely. she starts on her dad's side, but also a good guy. And it just yeah. ne- there's never like a point where she goes bad. There's never a point where the comic shows how she became the red skinned one. It's just assumed that she's always both good and evil and they don't like it's so fucking weird (laughs) well raven's my favorite titan raven's one of my favorite dc characters ever like and i i figured i i always say raven's a shoe and i think maybe i think raven's more popular than she actually is but definitely raven is the most popular titan other than robin it's just that i i think they left raven out in this game to avoid having to fix her because they were like ashamed of the idea of having to walk back what they did with her face and voice. That's a shame. Like I was, I was ready to go with bag face Raven. I was ready to play that character. Like a face and all, give me the shitty face. Give me the shitty voice. I just want Raven. You know, I think what happened is what happened is the way she looks and sounds chased off potential players from using her in the game and they use that as a justification. Like, if you remember when they made MK2, the reason they left Sonya and Kano out is because they checked the arcade stats, and those were the two least played characters. I think there's similar logic going on with Raven. I wonder how much has changed. Yeah, people, I wonder. Yeah, people, didn't not, people didn't avoid playing Raven because she was not interesting to them. They avoided playing her because they fucking ruined her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, uh, man. I think they imprisoned her in the source wall. Save the universe. <laughs> you couldn't look on that thing. You, you just couldn't. It's it's somewhere out there at the edge of the cosmos, in a wall, emblazed in bronze, for the ba- for the for the benefit of all. No, that was um, no. Seeing her walk around in story mode and just uh, that's a horse. It was I got nothing. I, I've really got nothing. Th- 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 there's nothing more that we can say about that. It's like. If you'd made that character look and sound exactly like Tim Curry, it would be a compliment. But it's a botched Tim Curry. It's not right. Yeah, the, the, the voice... Actually, the face I could get over. It was the voice that really bothered me more than anything. Because that is how I, I originally identified with Raven, so... Yeah. It's, oh, it's well. really... What what really made me salty is when they released that trailer where they didn't put the filter on yeah. it. <laughs> and it's like, look what we could have done. I mean, I get why, you know? They were trying to go for the horse, demonic, possessed thing, but it just didn't work. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants it. That's not the raven that's popular. (laughs) Well, it covers all my cyborg thoughts. Anyone got any last words on cyborg? I think he's cool. His name is... I like the way he looks. His name's good. He's not overdone. His name would make a great username. That's all I got. It would make a fantastic username. I, uh... (laughs) Considering the fact that this is basically set in the Regime universe and what we kind of established in-game through Catwoman's mouth in the first one was the fact that the guy doesn't have much of a personality, doesn't talk very much. I'm not going to expect too much of him. It'd be neat if we do, but... I don't know. I would expect expect redemption. Yeah. Nice to think of, but... We'll see. I, um... I mean, there's there's two ways this game could go. Either the regime is 
somewhat redeemed, or a whole bunch of people die. And honestly, bet, they could do I'm both. I'm betting a whole bunch of people die. I'm no, betting a whole no bunch. Nether realm, they could do both. <laughs> Who's someone saying on Twitter that uh, the current Injustice Two comic book really likes to kill off characters? Anyone know? Who, anyone know who died this week? Someone apparently I, died. I, did they start Injustice Two yet? I thought they were still uh, that hard. No, thing. wait, no, no. So, someone was reading a proof of the first issue. That was it. Was Ed? Ed said uh-huh. that Ed said he read a proof of the first issue, and they really like killing off characters. So, people gonna die. Oh man, I mean, this shit a again. Of, a lot of people unnecessarily died in the first book. And then they MK, had... the MK comic was the same way. They just killed people back and forth, and it was awful. I hated yeah. it. Wants to take jibs on John Jones. Well, I think I think John's technically dead from the first comic. Oh, I haven't gotten like there. I'm, I wasn't clear. Like, so he was in disguise behind like regime enemy lines, and then he gets caught. And I think Superman burns him to death with heat vision, but it happened so fast, I never believed he was really dead. But it, the art's back. not clear either. The art's yeah, very I, ambiguous. It was really fucking vague. <laughs> So now, what was his, we start uh, talking about the comic I haven't read, as opposed to the game I don't remember playing. What was his... Thanks bu- a lot, guys. Well, you brought him up. Sorry <laughs> You brought him No, you mentioned it. I mean, you could, I, you I, could uh, follow the reviews. Yeah, that, I, would, uh, I would, I would stray away from comic talk, because Temp and I are only at, like, year three. <laughs> I don't want to well, have spoiled. I'm, I'm The Martian Manhunter thing was year one, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it what was. What issue we talking here? I might not be far off. I'll, I'm at, I'm, at, I'm at issue number five or thereabouts. I would keep going. You will enjoy it, I think. I, I, I've gotten a sure. lot of happiness from the comics. I'm not sure how I can spoil ambiguity, though, right? Fair enough. <laughs> like, maybe he's dead, maybe he's not. He's <laughs> like, damn it, Razor, I wanted to be unsure. <laughs> Mission successful? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Well, um, what do y'all want to cover next? We have two more things to knock out tonight for sure. Um, I guess since I have the mic in front of me, do you want to just go into Swamp Thing and Scarecrow while I'm not, while I'm here, or? Yeah, you know we missed you last week. You take the mic. Okay. Well, let's start with Swamp Thing because I think he's the easiest of the two to cover. Um, looks good. I, I think his body looks more alien than plant. I would have liked more like uh like vegetable matter. Instead of, like, the clean, like, he looks almost like a fucking treat-out piccolo uh, with a messed-up face. So, it's not bad. It's it's not, it's, it, it works. It looks good. But I don't think plant when I look at this. I think alien when I look at this. Uh, not a problem. It's I'm not, I think the trailer was amazing. I think it was phenomenal. Great shit. Um, so, no complaints. I wish I had more to say about that. I was not requesting this character. I was not particularly hyped for Swamp Thing, but I think without a doubt he's the best character revealed so far, at least in terms of like presentation and trailer. I don't know if he's my favorite. Um, yeah, good shit to Swamp Thing. That's all I have to say about that. And I guess Scarecrow? Yes, please, Scarecrow. I really want to know what you think. Um, there's two ways to proceed here. Uh, is he actually a zombie or like the, uh, the Herald of the Rot? Or is that what the gas is making the opponent see when you fight him? I got two answers for each one. Um, let's say that he is a representative of the Rot now. Or let's just say he's a zombie or he was brought back. To, maybe Constantine brings him back from the dead. He's actually like all fucking like, I don't know, just undead and shit. 
I don't particularly care for that because that takes a lot of the fun of what I like about Scarecrow out. I mean, to me, the whole charm of Scarecrow is that he's a scientist slash chemist slash psychologist who is posing as a monster, who who hides behind the illusion of being something terrifying when really he's this, you know, this very small, you know, very, I don't want to say frail, but just very average normal person. And he hides behind the illusion. Well, is good. Jonathan Crane is supposed to be scrawny as fuck. Yeah, pretty much. So if you put a monster behind the illusion of a monster, I, it it doesn't work for me. I feel like there's some there's some grinding there. It's like we remove the illusion that he's a monster, only to reveal it's like a Scooby Doo ending. It's all fucked up to me. I don't I don't get it. Uh, that does not work for me at all. It takes a lot of the fun of Scarecrow out. Um, it's like remember in the uh, Fantastic Four movie where Dr. Doom wore a metal mask over his metal face. And that, that make any sense <laughs> to anybody? Like, that, that's kind of what this feels like to me. Um, it doesn't ruin the character. If the gameplay is good, I, I'm in there. Done. Well, they, they have, um, like, one scene of Dr. Doom being like, my hair is falling out, oh no. But he never actually completely turned metal. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's impl- implied, because we know the arm went Yeah, forward. no, it, it's 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 super implied. That's what, it, they never fucking show it. Yeah, <laughs> well, that, that, that was one of many things wrong with that movie. Um, but yeah, it's, um, let's take the other angle. Let's say this is what the gas is making Scarecrow look like. If that's the case... I find it strange that this is what they came up with. Because I realize they're trying to create a model that complements the gear system, but it looks really, really plain. And I understand it's the mobile version, but other characters... Green Lantern does not really have this problem. He has other problems, but he doesn't really have this problem. Right now, when I first saw Scarecrow, I thought nothing of it, because I was so sure, I was so confident that it was an NPC. I was like, this is a jobber. This isn't actually a Scarecrow. It, it does look extraordinarily plain, I will agree. I would have taken a much... I mean, we, I'm pretty sure this is not the case, so it's almost not even worth talking about. But if he is still Jonathan Crane as a normal-ass scientist, it is so weird that this is the angle they came up with, was a brown zombie with spice coming out. That is just strange to me. Um, I mean, I would... I just hope that outside of the... Like, in the main game, outside of the mobile version, that the texture of his skin is better than that just brown you know i think it will be i'm pretty sure it's gonna be it's gotta be i mean just comparing cyborg's model from the mobile game which just kind of looks like plain jane in my opinion in the mobile game with some lines interspliced like for me i like seeing the base models as plain as possible because Honestly, Green Lantern could stand to be a little bit more bare bones. My my favorite thing about the uh, the mobile cyborg was that he wasn't all bulky. Like I, that's what I want to see for a base. Sure. So that I know that I can, if I strip everything down and I just want someone lean and not covered in obnoxious armor, I can get that. Yeah, and yeah, I I think that's exactly what Scarecrow is going to be. I I think. We have an undead scarecrow on our hands. Somebody resurrected him for whatever reason to help them out to assist their cause. And I think we're dealing with his deceased corpse, but he's back to life doing his thing. So that's that's just, uh, I think that makes the most sense given what happened with Injustice One. So he dies in the comics then? He died in the very first issue. So you've seen that. I already don't remember it. He, right. it, was, it like, was very brief yeah you don't actually see oh, right. him die just, he was laying right, there right. Yeah. they just find his body yeah okay. so he was he's already dead and i think i think what we're seeing here is just his 
animated corpse or you know somebody brought him back to life so he's undead he's probably been rotting for some time and i think that's why they went the you know the visual direction that they went and i'm in agreement with razor though i like that his very stripped down version is what it is because i think that is the way to go with the gear system i don't like when you're dealing with atrocitus who you're already big and bulky to start and you're just building upon that bulk i don't like that i like the idea of the most bare bones design and then add on to it with the hundreds of gear pieces that they have. Yeah, uh, Atrocitus, Atrocitus is the best example because it's like you can't get a version that doesn't look a volcano spat Play-Doh all over. Sure. And, yeah. Uh, and you can't like just pull that down like and find clothes underneath. Clay. Yeah. And that's that's not what he fucking looks like in the comics. <laughs> yeah. So I think Scarecrow is going to be the anti that. I think he's going to be very thin, very creepy in his own little weird way. But I I do think Razor. Um, that the the actual game itself, his textures will look a lot better, in my opinion. I think they'll animate him more like a zombie-rotting corpse rather than blobby, smeary, whatever the heck that is in the mobile game. I just think there's there's a giant difference. In, I mean, the models in the game, in the actual you know console game, actually look really, really well done and polished in-game, especially when you're playing the game. They look really good. So I think we're going to get a much better looking scarecrow in the actual game one thing i did want to mention though earlier while you guys were talking because i was in the middle of doing something else um i had to take care of something but the martian manhunter thing that you guys mentioned it was mentioned by the comic writer tom taylor on twitter that uh he did make mention of i guess in martian manhunter's ending and injustice it said that he actually survived that moment um which like i said we won't explain too into detail but he was in pieces or whatever and we all know that Martian Manhunter can pretty much revive himself from a hand, as long as there's something. See, I was I was never clear whether the DLC was from the main universe or from the Injustice universe. Sure, I guess his, but I guess his um his ending explains that he's hiding out in Atlantis the whole time. Like once okay. he falls into the water, he's essentially oh, right. hiding in I Atlantis. Remember now, he's like supposed to be in disguise as Aquaman's advisor. So he he did say he did mention he like teased that he's not really dead and that he made mention of the game's ending. That doesn't mean that's what's really going to happen, but I mean if they wanted to bring Martian Manhunter back, that same Martian Manhunter, I think there's enough reasonable doubt that he really died to bring him back like that. So they can always okay. follow up on that. Anyways, just kind of making a little I, note there. While I know that the Bios are referencing shit that happened in the comics, I've just been hard-bred by so many years of seeing tie-in comics use a disposable buy-me-now-to-build-the-hype-up product commodities, and I hope that you're right. I, I mean... Having an undead scarecrow would be pretty mighty cool, but I wouldn't put it past him to just ignore that one panel death image and just retcon so that it's like, oh, no, no, he's still alive and this is fear gas or he's gone metahuman. There's precedent for that kind of thing. But we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I have scarecrow. Either way, anyway, I'm not going to be upset that he's in the game. I'm very happy with this inclusion. Absolutely. Yeah, and if, if you don't like if you don't like the zombie arms, you can put a fucking shirt on him, so that's nice. <laughs> yeah, there there's there'll be enough I mean, there's not gonna be a million pieces of gear for every little thing, but I think Scarecrow's a popular enough character. I'm sure they're fans of Scarecrow. They're gonna make sure he looks cool one way or another with the gear. That, that I am they confident offer. on. So Yeah, because uh, with if I can, Beetle, if I can like yeah. if I can give the guy scare beast gear, I'm so fucking down. <laughs> I've shared yeah. that thing. There was this uh, little four-parter in the comics called As the Crow Flies, I think it was about 2007 or something like that, 
were like, yeah, he went full metahuman, became this big, ugly, freaky, not quite swamp thingish, horrifying looking monster. It was pretty impressive. He was terrifying. Was it like seven? I thought that was like the late nineties. Man, I don't know. I don't think so. It was. It was just before Jason Todd came back. Uh, Actually, so no, it, it was probably two thousand four, early two thousand five. Then, because Jason was back in two thousand five or so. It's also worth taking a note of how tall Scarecrow is in the mobile game. He's like towering over Batman. It seemed like so. He's very skinny, very lanky, as we would expect. But he's also pretty tall. Like not not as you know imposing as like a Swamp Thing or something. Or a Kotal Khan, but he'd seem taller than your average human being. So there's definitely some chemicals at play that's going on that definitely enhanced him to make him a metahuman. So there's, I, I expect it as soon as we get his bio to really shed some light on a lot more of why he is the way that he is. I do think that's many... good. What's that, Tim? Yeah. Well, I was gonna say if you're going to make him a zombie, like go all out, like make him crazy, like. If he just characters were like one of the large characters now, that would make it worth it for me because I'm like, okay, well, they did something interesting with it. Uh, if it's just like regular scarecrow with zombie features, that wouldn't work as well for me. But let's see what hats we have available because that's gonna make it scarecrow for me. That that's gonna help Thank me get you. through this zombiness, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm I'm confident the shorts bother me, but with Beetle and the Beta, I have so many different versions of thigh armor that I'm not even that worried about it. So we'll see how it goes. There's going to be some sweet hat gear, no question. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. And then, uh, well, Green Lantern was the last one I was going to comment on. Sure. Go for it. I like the bare bones one, minus the uh, the love handles. Uh, I, I think I, I agree 100% with you guys. I do not like the armored Green Lantern. I think it looks weird. Um, and uh, it looks like he kind of like has the Nightwing eyeliner going on. I it, it, yeah. So one's good, one's bad. Both have the blowjob handles, so those aren't working for me. Almost exactly what you guys thought was like almost verbatim. So yeah. Other than that, it looks good. I'm I'm reading a lot of Green Lantern lately, so I'm actually pretty excited for this character. I think it was revealed that one of his armor or the gear pieces changes his lantern ring. So that's interesting. That is tight. Yeah, oh, something about shaders. You can, have, you can have different core howls. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. And you would, Im I can imagine that the yeah the shader color probably affects his construct color as well. So that would be kind of cool. So you guys realize that when you get into a match with me and I've got orange lantern going on, it's just going to be me screaming mine, mine, <laughs> mine, Do mine. Do it. I, into the mic all enough. the time. <laughs> What's yours is mine. What's mine is mine. <laughs> I want a hamburger. I want two hamburgers. <laughs> I still think Larflees would make a great DLC character. He would be tremendous. Oh my god, yes. My god, yes. Larflees, the orange, the orange lantern, quote unquote, core was like one of the absolute highlights of Je of Jeff Johns's whole Green Lantern run. I could reread that trade over and over again. It's beautiful. All right, it's a good time. So that covers that. Tent, did you want to comment on Blue Beetle or the Beta? or What do you got? Let's start with uh, Blue Beetle first, just because I, I think that's what I... I think that's what I have the most notes on overall. Um, I like him, actually. I think the gameplay design is everything I wanted, but it, it's not 100% there. It's like they gave me like 80% of everything I wanted and kind of compiled it together. So it's... There, but it seems half-formed. Um, I do like the character enough to play him and to main him. Um, 
even if I do find a character I like more, Beetle is a good match for me. I have a lot of options, which is always the first thing I look for in a character. But the design is a bit strange. Like, they give you two stances, and one is a competent zoning stance, but the zoning, you know, can't compete against a lot of the mobile characters. That's fine. I, I didn't really want to zone anyway. Then they give you, uh, I call it the prawn stance. They give you prawns that you can hit people with. You have more distance. And it doesn't do that much damage. And if you hit someone, you know, at max range with a prawn, you don't really have any hit advantage. So you can't get anything started. And if you land it down one up close, even if you, you don't have any hit advantage to get anything started, but if you did, his chain combos are really bad. So it's almost like, what's the point of this stance, you know? What am I, what game, what do you want me to do with this additional range, you know? I gave up my zoning so I can have these blue Baraka blades, and I, just, I, I don't know what to do with them. And the worst part is, I even though I have a rushdown stance, a lot of my best whiff punishers and a lot of my best, uh, like, setups, because I don't have any chain combos, I end up doing a lot of tick throws. Well, the tick throws throw my opponent outside of mid-range. So I have to dash right back in, but if I'm in dashing frames, the person can wake up because they, they know I'm not going to chill on the outside. It's hard enough to get in as it is. So the weird things. I like the design overall. I think it's a very well-designed character, but it's not all there yet. And I, it may not be. It may never be there. Uh, we may be looking forward to post-patch Beetle in the future. Um, and th those are just two issues. The flight is also awkward, and the flight is very frame-heavy. So it's not like Superman or Supergirl where you can just kind of do an overhead dash and cross up. There's too many duration frames. Everyone's going to react to it. So I do a, you know, a blue beetle, like, fucking flight, dash forward, come down with a down two. Everyone's going to see it from a mile away. And they do. I mean, you can watch their set. Like, Cyborg punished it all the time. Multiple different uh, anti-airs, even. From the, the fire breath to the down two. So we, maybe it's good for pressure. I didn't really... I know you can do one three flight cancel. I didn't mess with that just because I'm in the air for so long. I didn't. I couldn't cancel it faster. Um, and I mean, I, I wanted to say this. I do like the game a lot, and I do like Blue Beat a lot. I feel like in the Warrior Shrine, which is going to be posted soon, I was. It sounded like I was blowing up the beta. I'm not. No, the, the character and the game are both very, very good. Um, but it's just weird. And also for for how hard it is for him to get in because you can't really use your flight for rushdown. You can only use it for mix-ups or or for, for like keep away. I mean, if you're trying to dodge zone, it actually is very effective. But for how hard it is to get in, and for how little opportunity I have once I do get in with my shitty chain combos and just my low hit advantage on his pokes, he doesn't do any damage. Like, where's my damage? I, I don't get it. Like, even if I do get in, so what? No, I, I, his, 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 I call it the Barracuda. The Barracuda move is amazing. I don't want to understate that move. I get a lot of free long-distance punishes with it. It's amazing. But you can't win a game on those. You have to score like 10 of those to knock down a life bar. And sometimes you just can't get in. So I don't understand why his damage is so low. But I always like to think the first thing you should always believe is maybe there's something you're not seeing. Maybe he's this broken character. And I just don't know all the details. Because it's a, I, didn't have, I didn't have time to watch footage. I feel like I'm talking too long. What does everyone think about this? What does everyone feel? Did my internet go up? No, you're good. Uh, you're a little okay. Cool. <laughs> you're a little robot-y at times, but nothing like too bad. But you're you're good. Interesting. Everything okay. got every all your points got picked up. So you're. But you're yeah, good. those, those uh, are my <clears throat> my thoughts on everything you just said. Is I kind of see that a lot. My only comment is, I mean, you spent a lot of time with Blue Beetle. You learned them. 
Um, I was pretty down on Atrocitus until I actually learned the, the right combos to use, his overhead ones, his low ones, and all of that stuff. And once I finally got used to all that, then I completely 180'd on him, and I really, really liked him, because I thought the Atrocitus-Blue Beetle matchup was in Blue Beetle's favor, but I think now I'm a little bit more, they're, they're closer to even than I gave him credit for. Um, so I don't know, maybe there's something like that going on with Blue Beetle. Maybe it's something like a... Kind of like how uh, Shinnok turned out in MKX, where you thought at first he was, you know, not very good, but then he ended up being really, really good. So who knows? Maybe patches will change that. Maybe final game will, you know, I'm sure they're still adjusting damage. They even said during the stream with Wonder Woman and Harley that none of the damage is final because people were complaining about Wonder Woman's damage and how much she was doing. She was doing like 50% of a bar in one combo. So, I mean, they were complaining about that. So maybe, <laughs> maybe it made mention because they they so many people were commenting and complaining that tyler even said you know this isn't final all everything nothing set in stone here so i'm sure they're going to be adjusting that kind of stuff going forward before the game comes out so let's hope he, he um finds that fine balance for you but i'm just happy you're enjoying playing as him that at the end of the day is the most important thing is that you at least feel comfortable with him he, he fits your style that you're looking for because the style wise probably wouldn't change by final release but balance and little stuff like that that can be tweaked i would expect can be so i think it's a good place to start and let's hope it really ends up being polished for to your liking in the end i'm just glad you enjoyed playing him as so as much as you oh, have yeah, i know absolutely. there was a time where you thought he looked boring because they didn't show him off very well i mean nobody even knew that he was a stance character for the longest time until the beta came out yeah, so. i had no idea so <laughs> i feel bad yeah. about that considering how much i've wanted the character yeah so yeah that's that's awesome i'm super excited razor if you play atrocitus i think you're really gonna dig him because he's a lot of fun and he actually i mean I didn't even want to play Atrocitus, but I had fun with him. Uh, Redman, was, I was talking to him earlier, um, and we were talking about Atrocitus as well. He wished that Temp played Atrocitus because he thinks Atrocitus is one of the best characters to learn the game on because he just has so much going for him combo-wise, and his combos are actually relatively simple to do. I mean, none of it's like tricky timing or anything crazy like that. I mean, if it was super, super tricky, I probably wouldn't be pulling him off as successfully as I did. Um, and I learned him in just a matter of a couple hours and then just refining after that. So I think you'll really like Atrocitus Razor. He's got a lot of really good tools at his disposal. So I, I started off with Blue Beetle. He's the one that I got comfortable with the game, like enough to where I'm like, okay, this game's actually pretty fun. Because at first I was like, oh man, it's slow again. It's not like MKX. But then after playing Blue Beetle, I started to really warm up to it. Then I switched to Supergirl, warmed up even more. She was a lot of fun, but I couldn't do any combos with her, so there was just gimmicks with her, which I don't really want to rely on just the special moves to get around. Atrocitus was the one that really hit home with me, and he's not a character type that I even really care for. He's, I mean, he's he's very rushed down zoner, so I mean, he has kind of that traits that I like. Um, but yeah, he's he's a lot of fun, and I think you'll dig him, Razor, if you ever try him out. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna give him a shot i mean i kind of have to sure <laughs> you're obligated <laughs> it would be weird if you didn't yes yeah yeah i mean the uh the thing that it seemed like he was uh very what am i trying to say he lends himself well to your mkx playstyle because his blood tornado is very similar to katana's family right like i said he's got he's got um range options or zoning options but he's also got a lot of pressure when he gets inside he's got some good mix-up combos where 
Um, his low combo, his overhead combo. So he's got options, which I appreciate because Katana didn't really have the... I mean, she had a low combo, but she didn't have an overhead combo. So I think you'll be in good shape with him. And his combos, like I said, are easy to learn. They're just a couple buttons each. So I think uh, give him a couple hours and you'll be doing really well with him, I think. All right. I think, yeah. yeah. I, at first, Temp was saying that like he only really had time to learn Blue Beetle and feel comfortable with him. And maybe that's just because Redman agrees that he said that Blue, he thinks Blue Beetle was the hardest to learn in the game or in the in the beta. Um, I didn't take Blue Beetle that far, so I, I can't really comment. Um, but I'm thinking like I, I so far, I think the characters in Injustice are easier to learn than characters in MKX. That's just my opinion. I learned Atrocitus within a couple hours, and then, like I said, it was just more getting more combos from Redman to apply appropriate pressure, and then refining to get more comfortable with the timing and everything, but I picked him up pretty quick and started getting pretty decent with him, so I, I'm ex that makes me excited, because I was always, it took me so long to get used to Katana, to where when I finally felt confident in what I was doing, and like I was holding my own against Redman and Temp, it was pretty much the end of MKX, and that granted, that's me not playing for the longest time as well. But you get you get the idea. I'm hoping Injustice, I can pick up a lot more characters because of it's a little bit easier to get them down. It was uh, was Hit and Run, or am I playing Batman again? Uh, who's Hit and Run? Because um, I mean, think... based on the experience that I had with Injustice One over the past week, I probably would play Batgirl if I were heavily into it, and then I'd feel bad about my life because she's filthy. But she's most she's kind dirty. of Melina slash Smoke-like that I could probably tell, so um, that's who, kind of the style that I gravitate towards. Anyone like that so far from somebody, your experience? Somebody said somebody was like Melina. Who was that? It was, I um, I said Ivy's. Some of her combos looked similar to Melina's stuff. Yeah. And Django compares Supergirl yeah, to Melina as well. Yeah, I was going to suggest Supergirl. She's and which would also be Power Girl. So I mean, you have options there, but she is definitely very hit and run because you can eye laser, you can hold people back with eye laser and that sets them full screen once you hit them with it. So it really you can hold people back with that zoning. That's her trait. So you don't even have to like press back forward button each time you want to use an eye laser. Nothing confusing. You just press your trait button, which is circle or whatever and then boom eye laser comes out eye laser comes that out sounds canary's scream also has a lot of knockback yeah. reaches full screen and she's got a lot of mobility and supergirl's teleport yeah supergirl has a teleport which it goes up like it hits up um if you don't meter burn it but if you meter burn it it hits them down so it's an overhead so that's one to really trip people up Oh um, Jesus! We're talking some reverse Kung Lao shit here. Yeah, she's she's fun. I definitely had a her. She's the one that I thought I was gonna end up playing the most in the beta and potentially in the full game. Like, not play her the most by any means, but stick with her. But I moved on to Atrocitus eventually. But I do I do like her for sure. Um, I'm trying to think who else might be hit and run from what we've seen. Harley maybe. Harley's got a lot of tricks up her sleeves. She's got a ton of tricks from that stream. She has so many like new cool aspects to her. Um, her trait, she calls out. Um, I think Lou and who is the other one? Bud and Lou. Bud, Bud and Lou, the hyena. Yeah, Bud and Lou from Abbott and Costello. So yeah, she, her trait button, she can just press the button, and the one of the hyenas come out uh, running across the screen. Or if you hold up, they jump. 
And as soon as she calls one of them, she can go into pressure. So they'll be running across the string, uh, this across the screen at like a medium speed. So if you want to like start dashing in and apply pressure, making your opponent kind of shit their pants on whether they have to worry about the hyena or you know whatever she's doing, that's a great way to do that. If she holds the button down, she calls both of them, so you can get all sorts of crazy things going on. But her, she has so many like crazy little options between everything that she's bringing to the table. So she's got some really cool stuff. She has some all damage. Right. She has some damage over time moves where she shoots. She like throws a little uh, cherry bomb that's laced with poison, so it does damage over time. She can, if it misses the opponent, it'll hit the ground and create like a acid puddle or whatever or poison puddle so if they step in it it's damage over time like very much kind of like uh what's the guy's name aaron black or kind of um alien from or the xenomorph okay. i should say from mk like so she's got some really cool tools she's got like a baseball bat swing that if you meter burn it it's an unblockable she does like a little molly op they say or molly wop i should say not molly op but molly wop she hits it against her feet so it has some high startup but she can hold down to go low, or she can just do it normally and it goes mid, I think, mid or high. And then if she meter burns it, and she can meter burn it at the last second right before it hits. So she can kind of read what her opponent's doing. And if she meter burns it, it's an unblockable. So they're screwed. So she's got some really interesting tools. I've got choice and I've got variety. And her uh, sexy ladies. Her, yeah, her super is a low starter. She runs and slides at her opponent, so if they don't block low, they get hit by it. But if they try and jump over it, um, Ooh, it also ha- it also has a dynamite that blows up, so they might get hit by the explosion to start it as well. So she's got all sorts say, of crazy stuff. I want to say, guys, if you could punch projectiles with that, but man, fireballs in this game seem so goddamn fast. Whew. And then Wonder Woman has some really interesting tools. I know you're, you may not be in, super interested in her, but she's got... Um, she I know she now... lost the uh, she lost the multi-stance thing, right? Yeah, she's no longer... I was, yeah, playing, her, yeah, I was playing her last week, and I'm like, why? Yeah, she... It's not, it's, it's not, it's not like, again, where like, both sides have like their fun parts to them. Like, just breaking out the sword and shield was fucking tedious. Yeah, yeah. her... That's... Wonder Woman in the first game, I really didn't like the the stance switch felt so fucking stiff. But I'm actually I'm actually really excited to try Wonder Woman out now. Yeah, she lost her, her stance or her yeah her stance change yeah. or whatever. Her, her new trait is a buff, and it's like random what it buffs because she like prays to one of the gods that gave her her powers. So she'll she'll be like bless Hermes, and then she'll have more mobility. Or bless Hestia, and her lasso will do more damage. I think. Huh. And whatever like, is buffed glows. Bra- like one of them enchants the bracelets, and it makes her take way less damage. One of them enchants, I think, the shield. And it makes the sh- when the shield's enchanted, when she throws it as a projectile across the screen, it cancels other people's projectiles and goes through it. Oof. So it eats their projectile and still hits the opponent. So that's crazy. And it's also important to note that the buffs that she does. They last like 10 seconds, but they re- they recharge. Like the cooldown is like a second or less. It's really quick. So you're throwing those buffs on throughout the fight, like continuously. So it's not just like, oh, I need a buff right now because I'm desperate. It's buff, 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 buff the whole time, like every chance you get. And you got to kind of, uh, whatever buff you get, 
like the like the Hermes one, like Razor was talking about, gives her an air dash, so it really increases her mobility and stuff. So it's got some interesting. She looked really, really cool. She has a really interesting ability. One of her abilities that you can put on her is, it, it looks funky as hell, where she walks across the screen with her shield in front of her, like she's blocking projectiles. Yeah, um, it, it basically gives her armor and forward movement. So it's like fuck you, zoners. I'm coming in. <laughs> it's very much Jason. Like it. Yeah, it's very much Jason from MKX, where she'll just walk forward, eat projectiles, and if you and she's taking maybe like a couple centimeters of damage with each hit. But if you meter burn it, she takes near no, no damage. It's crazy. Like it. It's a nice way to get in on zoner. So she's got some oh, tools. This is, this is going to be one of my nightmare characters for sure. Good times. She's also got Sub Zero slide, so that's nice. Yeah, she's got a running slide on <laughs> oh, her. Oh, okay. She's got Wonderful. a running slide Damn, on I didn't her. Know that. Yeah, she's got a running slide on her knee pads. Like, have you seen the Wonder Woman movie trailer where she does that, where she like slides on her on her uh, like the knees, whatever knee guard she has. She slides on the ground and she swings her sword. So it's like straight out of the movie trailer. Actually, looks really good. If you meter burn it, it knocks the opponent up for a combo. So you can do a swag combo out of that. She's got a lot of her good uh, lasso moves from the first one, like the combo setups. She has all sorts of good stuff. Yeah, it, she looks like a lot of fun. I came out of that stream really wanting to try Harley and Wonder Woman as well, tacking them both onto the list of characters, the growing list of characters I want to learn. So it's it's good. That's a good thing about the game is it's really making me want to play these characters that I like. So Already terrified. Good job, NRS. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, her her lasso moves just make me think. They just I know she had a lot of them in Injustice One, but they scream nightmares of uh, Takeda. Oh god, so scary! Man, I just see all. The, I missed the whole stream, so I I'm gonna be seeing all this for the first time tomorrow. So, well, at least her lasso stuff is actual special moves. It's not just her fucking neutral jump. Ah, <laughs> uh, are you sure? I, I. I could have sworn well, they wrong, said... If I'm wrong, it doesn't matter, because Jongo's <laughs> not going to play her, and that's the important thing, <laughs> that it's not in Jongo's hands. <laughs> yeah, I could have sworn it was off of her jumping to was one of her like downward lassos, kind of like uh, like Takeda has, and I, I think her back to three combo from Injustice 1 was Returns as well. I can't remember. They, they covered it all in the stream, but yeah, and she also has some really cool colors. Same with Harley. And some cool outfits. Uh, Wonder Woman has one that's white, gold, and blue. And it just looks fantastic. Like, her main chest piece is white. Then she has, like, a blue skirt and gold accents. It looked really good. She looked like a lot of fun. Definitely, I'm glad they improved her and Harley. Because it was looking like all the returning characters were just going to remain the same. As much as, like, Batman and Superman are, for the most part. Whereas yeah, like Harley she... and Wonder Woman, it seems like maybe 50% is the same, and then they revamped 50% that needed it. So. Yeah, see, seeing all the all the stuff they've improved makes me, like, even more disappointed in Superman and Batman. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, Batman that, didn't need a new trait, in my opinion, for sure. I mean, that, that's fine. I like Superman, but I wasn't going to play Blue Charlie Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought looking in the last game, I didn't play him, and this time, damn, it looks bad. Um, but at least his model looks awful. But I don't Especially know. That I guess trailer, that uh, that close-up was not kind. Yeah, well, his face looks like an actor. It looks like one of those. I don't know. It's one of the CSI guys or one of the Criminal Minds guys, but it looks like somebody. It's bothering me. 
So like, I don't know if oh. Charlie Sheen's desperate for work these days. Maybe it was actually him. Maybe there's a reason for this. <laughs> a very obvious reason. It looks like they uh, touched up Aquaman's face as well. Because on the select screen, his his face model definitely looked more polished, so to speak. He looked less David Spade. <laughs> I mean, I'll check that out. That's just, on the stream, right? Yeah, yeah. When I played the first one last week, I forgot. I forgot how much I really, really loved like Aquaman's alternate in the first game. Like, I fell in love with that all over again. Like, he, the motherfucker like, kind of looks like David Bowie circa 1997 with like the beard and whatnot. <laughs> why would you? Why would you take Aquaman and make him into David Bowie only briefly, and then return him to the mediocrity from whence he came? I think, I think that might be coming back that look like the the combed over well better. like the long kind of comb over hair like that with the the facial hair because i could have sworn in the mobile game wasn't that one of the pictures was like aquaman with that look like i could have sworn that hair. So, because, i mean this is all regime characters there's no excuse not to have that look back yeah it was great i could see his gear I, being like a, a different hairstyle with the beard and all that yeah i'm, I'm still waiting for the the gear that gives him the long hair and beard from the 90s. Not going to say no to that, but I just, I was pleasantly surprised by just how much I enjoyed the tiny bit of facial hair and the sweep over. It was good. And, you know, fish armor didn't hurt either. Looked pretty stylish, pretty bitchin'. Almost gaudy, tacky Final Fantasy, but not quite. They also said... Yeah, that's a good comparison, I like that. They also said on the stream that ranked would be competitive, so there is no, like hoping the opponent chooses competitive and so that way you both can play competitive or whatever. It's ranked will always be competitive, which means abilities and stats off. Um, I'm really proposing, uh, Temp said Maximilian made a video of the same proposal, so that's cool. I'm glad somebody with obviously more followers that you know might get the word out to Netherrealm uh, to get this proposal out. But I really hope competitive mode, or at least in the custom games, I don't really care about ranked how that's orchestrated, that's fine. If all that's turned off, no big deal. Um, but I hope for at least private matches or custom games that you set up or King of the Hill, you can separate stats and abilities. I love abilities. I love the idea of choosing which special moves your character has like added on, like two tacked on or some special moves take up two slots uh, for balance reasons. So I love that idea. It's kind of like how variations worked in MKX in the sense that they offer different ways to play that character if you need if situational so say you're going up against somebody with a lot of zoning capabilities and you need to counter that now you have that ability and you can set up like eight different loadouts for each character that you choose so you can set up eight different versions of harley if you want one where she's more rushdown one where she's more zoning so that way you can kind of play to that style on the fly when you go to choose your character so i like those abilities there um I don't like the stats. I don't like the stats changing because that's like an inherent advantage over your opponent. Say one of you goes for style in terms of gear. You just choose the gear that you think looks the coolest, but you're punished because the stats aren't very good on those particular pieces. That, I think, is a bad thing. I don't like that. I just want gear to be completely cosmetic. Choose whatever gear you think makes the coolest looking version of that character that you want. But the abilities should be allowed. So I hope that those two aren't synonymous with each other i hope they're not all or nothing i really want two separate cho options for that so that way when we do king of the hills online with each other we can just make gear cosmetic but we can still play with the abilities that would be ideal for me i don't see any reason why that can't happen i mean 
they have the tools to all do four. all those options. So I really hope that is the case. And I think we will get it. I, I We got a few months if they... I, I imagine they just did the competitive mode the way they did just for beta simplicity. But yeah, that was my little soapbox because that's kind of the thing that I'm really, really wanting changed in the game thus far. If I could change one thing is I really want, make, want that option there because I did... It was unfortunate in the beta because I, I wanted to play competitive because I didn't want the stats to matter. But at the same time, it meant I didn't get to use the abilities that I chose, which kind of sucked because some of them were useful. Like, there was one that Blue Beetle yeah, had that where he does the little divey thing, but he does it right out of the air. And it was actually really, really cool the way he did it. And it was really useful to catch your opponent off guard more times. But, you know, you can't use it and, you know, have stats off at the same time. So, anyways... I, I definitely agree. I mean, I'm already playing under the assumption that the, the abilities are not going to be available. So I, you know, if it doesn't change, you'd be trying. I've kind of accepted it uh, going forward. So we'll see what happens. My the one thing I hope they change even more so than that is the way the inputs feel. That is by by far my biggest problem with the beta is the inputs feel very janky. They do not feel good. I hope that is polished, like seriously polished. Before the game comes out, that that was the, a very big problem for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I um, go ahead. Okay, I definitely agree with what you were saying about like how the gear and the abilities should be kept separate in terms of which ones you can turn on and off. Because, I mean, I don't want to go up against a guy who's like got a big plus to strength. Ever, I think I think the whole stat system is kind of dumb. I just want the gear for the cosmetics, right? But I also, like, I really like some of the optional special moves. Absolutely. So, I mean, to, to throw the baby out with the bathwater there is disappointing. <laughs> it seems a waste to me in a game that where we have the possibility of possibly perhaps decorating Batman in all Dark Knight Returns Frank Miller gear, which could potentially give him the ability to call everyone, you know, scrubs and punks and deaf, dumb, blind, retarded, slash, all-star Batman territory. Everyone should be able to experience that, I think. That's fun for the whole family right there. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You don't shiv. You nasty. And it <laughs> just... <is> nasty. <laughs> and it just sucks, because some of the abilities change the traits. I mean, we've seen with Black Canary that she can switch out her scream for the, like, the little scream grenades, that which operate completely differently. Um, Temp was mentioning he wished Batman got a new trait. Maybe one of his abilities replaces his trait, just like, you know, Black Canaries does. Or Supergirl has the same thing. You can replace her eye lasers with a, like, where she soaks up the sun so she deals more damage and takes less damage type of thing. So if there's a lot more of those going on, it makes a lot of the characters more versatile to where you can make the character what you want out of that character and really practice that version of the character. So it kind of extends even more longevity to the game because there's more versions of the characters that you can really tailor to your own beyond just the gear so to tie all of that together yeah would definitely be wasting potential like razor said yeah yeah like like i said i really want to play wonder woman but my version of wonder woman is definitely going to have the walk forward with the shield and if i'm playing that all the time son of then, a bitch and then, Sorry, I go go into the, <laughs> and then i go into the mode that turns it off it's like what the fuck am i doing why even play wonder woman yeah no that's and then you you essentially got to do what temp's doing where you just got to be like oh i'm not going to use any of that shit because i can't count on it being there at all the time 
And if that's the way you design your game, then why even have that extra shit to begin with? Because if you're going to basically say you can have the sum of the time, but it's not a guarantee all the time, that doesn't make any sense. I would just... Ranked mode's fine to have that off, but in customs, let us do what we want. Because that's where, to me, that's where the most fun is, and that's all I give a shit about. I don't care if I play ranked ever, but if I want to play Red Man, Temp, Shad, or Razor, Smoke Man, whatever, or we want to all get into a big King of the Hill together, I should be able to choose an option that says, all right, this allows abilities, but it does not allow stats. Well, I think we're all in agreement there. Temp can use whatever the hell he has to his ex- disposal, and there you go. Everyone's happy. We can all use our abilities. No harm, no foul. Like, to me, it kind of sucks to be like, oh, why should I even use these things if it means I'm going to go into a match and I can't even use that? Like, you need to be able to learn combos and be able to rely on those strategies. Otherwise, your whole game plan goes out the window. So I really, really, really hope that is a thing in the game. And I I really don't think it's something that's even needs to be suggested. I really do think it was just streamlined for the beta sake because it was very, you know, very streamlined. I mean, there's no better way to put it. They wanted to make sure everything was exactly the way it was to warrant the best, you know, net the most results on what they were trying to test. So I don't think that those two being separate is something that they really cared about. So I'm hoping that that is the case and it's just in the game. It's not even a thing that we have to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. And, and by the way, on the subject of, um, the building your own special moves, right? I like this system way better than the variations in X. I hope it's one of those things like stage interactables that actually carries over to both franchises and isn't just like an injustice thing. I like both of, I mean, I like the gear and the abilities system more than like variations just for the sole factor that if I want to play Katana with a mask and a black stripe over her face and give her some of the assassin moves and then potentially retain the tornado, there we go. I I can kind of mix and match, you know, lose some things, but gain other things and find the perfect balance that I want to find. I don't like the idea. Well, I like what I like that Royal Storm gives me the tornado, but then I lose katana's mask and she doesn't have the black stripe like that's and like with temp with kenshi like oh if you want to play the version that you want to play you don't get his little band you know his uh whatever the i'm 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 missing i'm the thing with the headband head headband over his eyes <laughs> yeah whatever <laughs> i don't know what it's called actually um um what is it without teleports what the oh fuck my god are you thinking what is that what is that called blindfold, blindfold thank you <laughs> why are we struggling with that so hard yes like why <laughs> like that sucks why is that a thing i mean that shouldn't be a thing and i think the gear system if you strip the stats away and you just make it cosmetic you could put that in mkx and have some really cool stuff there um you could put oh i i absolutely think given the mkx's variation system and now this this is this is a slow build up towards something gigantic coming in 11 natural progression customization yes Yes. absolutely i just i really hope that whatever we see in 11 is more like this than like variations where you have where you build what your character looks like and how they play yes like like i hope that i hope that you know trial and error trying out a new system learning what works and what doesn't work they they get rid of the RPG stats idea and just keep everything else. I think, yeah. I think when MK11 comes around, they just keep refining it, really find that fine balance. Because, yeah, choosing, like, two specials for your character to make them more unique or fit the style that you need for the matchup that you're going. So, like I said, if somebody's, you know, you're facing a very 
good zoner and your character is not the best zoner, if you need to set him up with a tool that potentially can give him a better chance against that character, I think that is the better way to go than be like, oh, well, you have three variations. You need to learn the different variations of your character. Otherwise, you know, you're stuck with that one variation. You're stuck with the moves and you're stuck with your character looking a way that you may not exactly like. I, I think they can definitely find that fine balance. And I like that some of the abilities take up both ability slots. I, well, there's one for Atrocitus that does that. And I think that's a cool idea as well. Have some of the specials be more useful or more, you know, utility-wise really good, but they take up both the abilities so you can't have two separate specials. So I think there's, there's some also, really good balance there. There's also uh, an option in there that we haven't seen a whole lot of yet, but I, I definitely saw on a beta stream, I think, where some of them just change the starting move of the X-Ray. Interesting. And that, I think, is... Hmm a really good thing to have because let's say I'm playing, you know, like cyber sub zero and MK nine. Oh, he's the only character who does his jumping. I don't want that. Or like Tanya, the arc on her fucking x-ray start was impossible to land. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I didn't even know that was one of the things. So that's great to see that there's that much range to the ability system. I mean, they're changing traits they're changing how some of the traits work. They're they're outright over, you know, they're replacing the traits with something completely different. Some of the specials with different specials, um, extending things. Like I know the one that I really liked with Atrocitus is they made his like um, rage puke that just goes straight. Um, if you meter burn it, it goes in, t it goes full screen. Like that's really useful against zoners. So it get it can allow Atrocitus to get in a little bit easier. Um, rather than just relying on his uh, blood tornadoes, which you know if they block that you're left wide open so it gives them some i don't know there's just a lot of unique stuff there so i'm definitely definitely digging that yeah i don't know if i agree with the. i don't know if i prefer gear over variations i'm very very pro variations but uh, the abilities i saw were not drastic jumps like variations were i know we don't like the idea of raiding without a teleport but the variation system that removed the teleport from the other two variations is why his teleport was so badass in MKX, is why it's the best teleport he ever had. So if we're doing gear system with MK, and you can now give Sub-Zero uh, EX shield, which is pretty, which is as close to a reverse, um, invincible reversal as you can get without actually being an invincible reversal, and you're giving him clones so he doesn't really even have to use meter on defense, and you're giving him a slide that convert. I, I don't know, the... the they're going to give these moves, yeah? I actually kind of feel like the systems between the two games would be better suited for each other. Because, I mean, how often do we say that Raiden without a teleport seems wrong, or, like, Gore using Kintaro's moves is wrong, or... Like, we're used yeah. to these characters having these move properties because we're used to these being part of these characters. And there's no set template for DC characters having specific moves in fighting games. We expect a few things like a Batarang or Laser Vision or Freeze Breath, but, like... These characters have such long histories that there's any different number of ways to interpret them. So, I mean, you could have, like, a General, a General Zod-esque or Godfall or Red Sun Superman. Like, the, these are the kind of characters, comic characters, that'd be perfectly suited for a variation system like MKX had. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. vice versa would have worked better. I, I, if you remember, like, going all the way back... I never liked the variation system, and the main reason for that was because I feel like 
three is too many. Because you always end up with that one, like, sloppy, uninspired variation that's based, you know, Goro with Kintaro's moves. Or, you know, I hate, like, I know Ninjutsu Scorpion is the one everybody uses. It's the most, like, viable. But I just, I hate the idea of a scorpion without fire powers. It's just, the flavor is wrong for the character. So if you took away being restricted to these three categories of things and just made me able to build my own character the way I want it, and then it's always that way, that's so much more fitting with, like, the the Mortal Kombat universe. I. It's also important to note that these are balanced in a way that they are meant to... Like Temp said... Um, like, Raiden's teleport's never been better until the time where it's only on one variation and the other two lose it. You can do a very similar thing with the ability system where he has it naturally, but one of his abilities, potentially, maybe it takes up both ability slots. Like I said, some of them do that. Um, maybe it, it just makes the teleport that much more effective, or if you meter burn it, it does this much more for him, or it's that much quicker on startup. Or what you know, what have you? Abilities can still offer those results where you get a character, uh, character's uh, known abilities and traits, special moves, and you have them do even better than they normally have, or take those and really run with them. You can do that with abilities. It just leaves it more in the player's hands to ch pick and choose what's important about that character to them, rather than being, do you want teleports or do you want lightning? Do you want this or do you want that? Instead, it's more, here's what you get to run with normally, and then you can potentially replace something with this to make this better, or you can make you know add this in addition to what you're doing. It all depends on the balance and what's being added and how good that addition is on whether it's taken away from the, the characters. That's the great thing about abilities is there's some that add to things. There's some that um, just affect meter burn. There's some that completely replace specials for other specials. There's ones, like you said, that change the way uh, supers are started. Like those, all those tools there are tremendous way to leave it in the player's hands to where you're not feeling like it's A, B, or C. It's more like, here's your base character. You get to add a couple things to him to make him special to you. What, what, what matters the most about this character to you? And to your credit, Temp, you, you mentioned um, like Katana with this, this, and this might be too much. Like a fan lift with a tornado with... You know, this tool and this tool, like Sharpen and all of that, may be too much. But the the ability system is balanced in a way where you won't get too good of a combo. And I'm sure they'll patch anything or change anything if it gets too good. But it's designed in a way that, say I want my uh, Tornado come out with the fan lift. Maybe that takes up two ability slots so I don't get that other option. I don't know. I think it's built in a way that creates itself to be balanced in the end, but be a better way of customizing those characters to your liking why well, we'll start with razor first i do agree three variations probably is overkill make a defensive variation make an offensive variation i absolutely do agree there um i would like the third variation to be like a footsie very i actually think sub-zero is perfect uh defensive variation grandmaster footsie variation unbreakable offensive variation or grappler variation uh cryomancer uh, it's a shame it didn't work that way across the board, but I still two variations is pretty good. I think most of the characters have two good variations, and it's a bit of a dice roll. So I, I'm willing to meet halfway there. Uh, regarding the katana analogy, 
I, I wonder. I, I'm just wondering if they could do the two moves you choose justice in the context of the character. Because one reason Raiden's uh, displacer variation was so badass is because everything was built around the teleport strategies. So the teleports were crazy. So it sounds like you're adding one move, but you're not just adding one like one variable. You're adding like 20 to 30 variable situations that just weren't possible before. So it's not really a matter. I mean, now granted, I haven't seen anything like this in the gear. Most of the gear is like, oh, you have a slower fireball now, or um, or you have an aerial attack. You're, you have the same move, but now it's aerial stuff like that. I didn't see anything as crazy as you have an ice clone now. The ice clone is huge. The ice clone is massive. It complete. It's a game changer. Uh, so I, I don't. It just. I don't know the gear system well enough to know if I agree or disagree. All, all I know is I really like the variation system, and I have not seen the ability list that has really shown me we're going to get something like that. I'm sure. not against what you guys are going for in principle. The thing you're asking for, guys, I don't know if that's what you're going to get. Maybe you will. We, I, I, need, I personally need to see more abilities. I need to see more what stuff I can unlock and see if that's really going to be the case. And that's fair. And unlock's I... a keyword too there. I think that's fair, and also it is important to note, like, yeah, each character is going to have, like, 8 to 10 abilities. We've seen, we've, we've barely, you know, seen the tip of the iceberg in that regard. Um, I mean, most of these characters that, I mean, we've only really seen abilities for, like, six of the characters on the roster. We haven't even, they haven't even really pulled that lid off. Uh, supposedly, we're supposed to be getting a video, they did mention that on the stream, that all the gear and how all of that works, which I, I'm hoping includes abilities and all that, they're going to really tear the lid off of that, um, they said soon. So that's why they weren't really touching gear questions or anything on the stream. As they said, soon there's going to be a, a complete like tutorial and explanation on how all of that works, all the little finer details about it. But I ultimately, no matter how many videos we see or examples we're given, I think ultimately it's going to be one of those things, just like the variations we've we've had you know years of experience with the variations from mkx i think until we get our hands on the game and i've played it for a couple months at the very least we're not going to really know how to compare the two this is all just kind of us speculating but i don't know i i definitely just the idea of the fact that i can have katana with a damn mask <laughs> you know like little things like yeah. that and just have the character look the way i want to look and then throw a little couple like I'm not even asking for, I'm not asking for it to be exactly perfect the way I want it. I'm fine with picking and choosing a couple things to add on to the base because the base, if it's strong enough, should make you like the character enough. It shouldn't. I'm hoping there's no character that's like completely relying on an ability, whether you even like playing the character or not. But if it comes down to it, I I like the idea of just altering a character just enough to make them more fitting to what you want to, how you want to play that character. If you're more of a zoner. Most characters I imagine are going to have some sort that at least makes sense are going to have some sort of option there for you. If you're somebody that struggles against zoner, I'd imagine there's probably going to be an ability there for almost all characters that make sense that can get in on zoners a little bit easier. And I like that idea to kind of customize it to your uh, liking without being committed to a full variation. I don't know. But yeah, ultimately we're going to have to wait and see, definitely. Any other things you yeah. want to get into? And that was probably Gosh, a nice plus, discussion. Man. I was going to say, um, yeah. I can't really say that I have a preference between the gears. Like, I'm, I'm basically, basically with Temp here. I can't really judge the gear system until I've seen it in actual action. But, sure. Uh, I mean, 
the variation system was nice, but it is really tough and it's really shitty when you just have that superfluous third mode. The third, the, the, that third variation that no one's ever going to fucking use because of, some, because of one glaring flaw in the whole gameplay style, like Ermac flying around. I remember we were all looking forward to like Ermac's flight mode, and that just did not pan out to be worth a damn, if I'm recalling correctly. But it is tough enough to get an entire roster of characters balanced in a plus 20 character video game. You tack on extra modes like that, and... Like, just think of Marvel vs. Capcom 2. It's, it's, it's the go-to example. Why would you play anyone with five viable characters at some point? Because everyone else is useless. It is hard to have a system like Variation and fine-tune it so much that everything is viable. I think Razor's got a point when he says that 2 is probably good. So, I like Variation, but it's a challenging system to put into a place and put into effect. And who knows? Gear might offer a lot more freedom. It's going to it's gonna lead to a ton of broken shit. I'm sure of that off of the bat, but bridges to be burned when we get to them. Marvel 2 is a... I definitely was thinking of that example earlier. Uh, whenever you throw a lot of options together, like a lot of options together, like towers of options, my mind always goes to Marvel 2. And I often think to myself when I'm trying to sleep at night, why didn't Marvel 2 work balance-wise? Um, then I, I mean, the short answer is I, they didn't try to balance it. <laughs> no, they did not. And it would be nice if I had a viable reason to play a role, but I don't, except for when I want to have fun and fuck around. That's I mean, unfortunate. There, it, there's two elements to that. First of all, Marvel games are never fucking balanced. Like, they don't try. Yeah. Second, <laughs> that was before patching. <laughs> yeah, it's, um... Oh, and man, they, patching. They, they, yeah. They really fucking could, though. It, it, it would take so much effort, but that would make me like pucker up and suck Capcom's bunghole. If they went back, <laughs> if they went back and rebalanced MBC two or Third Strike, yes, I know. Shut up, you like your Akuma the way he is, but fuck you. I want twelve to be viable. If they actually went back and like retouched older games like that and actually made them worthwhile to pick anyone you wanted to, that'd be more than worth it for me. The plan for Third Strike was to rebalance it when they re-released it for Xbox 360 and PS3. Uh, it just I know, but, but everyone, went, everyone went, nah, I don't want to relearn the game. Uh, well, that's, 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 that's certainly is part of it, it, yes. I think that's I think that's like 20% of it. I think that's what Capcom said it was, but I think it was just money. I think Capcom just used the fan base and threw them under oh. the bus and said, we don't want, because balancing no, is You're probably not, you're probably, you're probably not wrong about that. But yeah. there was a lot of arm flailing. I remember that. I mean, factors. They made the, the perfect the scapegoat. Capcom, the Capcom user base is always going to be a lot of arm flailing. It's uh, <laughs> It seems like they're in a competition with the Melee fans to see who can be the biggest bitches. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> Street Fighter V, so, uh, it definitely lit a fire. That for sure. Um, I, I still enjoy that game for a lot. A lot of people are upset. And a lot of important people who have a lot of influence are very upset about that game. Um, but don't you know if you don't like it, then you're a hater? I mean, there's those guys, too. It, just it, a those filthy guys hater. Are... There's nothing wrong with the game. It's complete. You can play it competitively. You don't need anything else. I mean, both I don't mind installing shit in my room, there's there's no way to win with that shit. Both That's sides true. are right and wrong at the same time. 
Well, they rebalanced the game, and now everyone's unhappy because the game now is super, I don't want to say broke, but it's just there's, there's very obvious imbalances in the tier. So um, they made it's one player extremely that. unhappy. What was his name? Oh, that's right. Japan. So they're pretty <laughs> upset about the game at the moment. And uh, yeah, it's not it's looking good on. for Street Fighter Five. Fuck guys. my main, it's Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, the game can rebalance in because of that. And they're probably canceling one of the DLC characters and replacing it with Sagat because the PR is so awful for that game right now. So yeah, that's probably why we haven't seen a DLC reveal Are they serious? in a very long time. Doing that? Are that's the rumor, but that? we don't know. I, I, I honestly, to God, I think that's what's happening, though. Like, I mean, on one hand... Sagat laugh. Arms crossed and everything. Yes. I mean, I, I, mean, I dig it. They really were. I, I hope whoever they're canceling, like, still makes it into, a, like, a, a third pack, because I, I'm interested in new characters, but at the same time, Tiger! <laughs> Tiger's a good argument. I can't argue I, against Tiger. No. If you if you tell me new character versus a lot of the Street Fighter cast, I'm going to say new character. Not everyone's available, but Tiger. That's all there is to it. <laughs> like, like almost every time we've talked about Five, whenever someone asks me, what do you think the game needs? I just go, Tiger. <laughs> tiger, uppercut. Tiger, knee. Tiger, genocide. Tiger, raid. Pick a Tiger. Any tiger. Muay tiger. Muay tiger. tiger. <laughs> Back to you, Black Tiger. <laughs> uh, needs more tiger. You're absolutely right, Tiger's Edge. <laughs> tiger every username. <laughs> tiger. I think we found. I think we found our episode title. Tiger. <laughs> I'm There's so many to pick from. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done derailing the Nether Tiger. I'm done for now. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, so you know, before we before we went off on that tangent, yeah, that's that that was my entire two cents about uh, viability of the gear system versus that other thing. Oh my god, I'm so tired. Variations. I'm so tired right. Now. Is Cyborg alive? Did we lose him? I don't... I think he needs more Tiger. <laughs> Awkward! He might be in a bathroom break right now. Mm, mm. Have you guys ever actually, like... Because I... Oh, wait. Hold on a second. Because sometimes I step away from the computer, and I'm, I come back, I'm like, did they know? <laughs> Maybe he tripped and fell down some stairs. What what I usually have to do is if I have to go to the bathroom during a podcast, I just like start talking about gameplay and I figure I've got a five minute. <laughs> he's not going to stop. See, Now's that, the time. <laughs> that has not worked for me. I've gone and I've come back and someone's going, I guess Shad's gone or dead or he's having problems. I'm like shit. <laughs> so ever since then, I've had periodic episodes where I have to hold it in. It just really, really nod and mmm and grunt my way through the episode. It's a, it's a good thing we don't go for three hours anymore. <laughs> it might be Zatanna, too. The dog Zatanna. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I know that dog's been getting into stuff lately. See? See, if he had a tiger, wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get a pony. I'm going to name it Diana. <laughs> 
That's a that's a good animal to name, Diana. The pony. I mean, if if if, if, if we're gonna name like ugly mutts after DC characters, I'm sorry, that was horrible of me. <laughs> it's a cute dog. I just figured I could take. I don't know. I I, I I I could take a beautiful animal and then give it the name of an ugly mutton in just this one. Or would Raven be a more appropriate name? Well, the the problem is Raven is a pretty name, no matter what the face is. Are you guys fucking done? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, he's back. Hey, you strung us out longer than we needed to be strung out, my man. <laughs> I was just gonna. I went to go pet my dog and do other things. Yep, I yep, ate it. I ate a piece yeah, of ice I, cream I, cake. Julia yeah. was. Uh, I thought it might have been dog related. Yeah, we're, what we're point, good. Tiger. At what point did you leave us to sit here flapping our dongs in the wind? <laughs> was it during the tiger stuff? It was, yeah, it was about after the Sagat laugh. I was like, <laughs> all right, this is this is really just going on, so I'll just go do something. We're all <laughs> tired. I figured on. it had been funny. Good for a reaction when you guys finally realized I wasn't here. <laughs> I have no idea what, you, yeah, what happened. I got to call oh, you Black well, Tiger. Something Black good came tiger. out of that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll wrap this up. We'll see you guys next week. Um, yeah, we managed to get some good conversation out of that, even though there wasn't a whole lot shown off this week. But, anyways, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, miss the beta. Have fun, everyone. If you're new to the Nethercast, because we did gain some subscribers from the latest um, Netherrealm stream on Twitch. Uh, if you're new to us, hey, come join the Facebook group. We have a closed Facebook group. Come join us. Just uh, go ahead. We have two pages. One that's just like a normal page or whatever that you can like. You don't have to worry about that. Don't really care about that. But go to the closed group page. Uh, try and join that. I'll approve you. No big deal. And join the discussion because we have like, I think, 70 people in there now. So come join the discussion. Some A lot of cool members in there and some great discussions on Facebook. So definitely go check that out if you're listening to this. And you guys have a good one. Peace. Tiger. Tiger indeed. <laughs>